Miata, hello. My name is Alison. I pastor a little church in southwestern Victoria. We're called Sanctuary. I acknowledge the Gunditjmara people, who've been sharing stories and keeping culture in this place since time immemorial. And I also acknowledge the Jabwarung peoples, whose lands lie to the north of this place, and I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. On the other side of Garraword, along the western highway, you'll find a camp. It's the Jabwarung Heritage Protection Embassy. An elder, Auntie Sandra Onis, and Zelenak Jabmara and others are there. They're protecting an 800-year-old birthing tree. They're protecting a 350-year-old directions tree. They're protecting 3,000 other trees. And by protecting these trees, they are protecting their dreaming. Jabwarung woman Lydia Thorpe says, The trees are part of us. They're a significant element in an integrated landscape of people, creation and culture. For they're part of the Jabwarung dreaming, that world of land, songline, spirit and story, which connects the First Peoples back to the beginnings of time. Yet after years of campaigning and negotiations and legal battles, the state government still plans to remove one significant tree and put others at risk in order to widen the highway. I could go on a big rant here about how the state government promises a Truth and Justice Commission while demolishing significant cultural artefacts. About how the same week that the park's radio telescope was granted national heritage status, these ancient arboreal monuments to culture were denied it. About how this decision has triggered what Sissy Eileen Austin describes as a tidal wave of anxiety. I could rant about the racism embedded in our very concepts of land ownership, consultation, history, heritage, culture and travel time, but instead I'll offer this. Once upon a time, there was a new story. A story in which a people were oppressed. They were displaced from their land. They worked in cruel conditions for no wages. Their children were removed and even killed. A nameless pharaoh made their lives harder and harder, but God heard their cries. Understand this, back then everyone thought power was a sign of divinity. Everyone believed that Pharaoh was God. Everyone knew the oppressed were scum, and yet God heard their cries. God heard their cries. This is the radically new story of Exodus, that biblical epic in which God sets the people free. And in this new story, God works through the oppressed of the oppressed. For in an intensely hierarchical and patriarchal society, God works through women, slave women. Do you remember the story? A nameless pharaoh wants to consolidate his power. So he spins a tale that the Hebrews are a threat and may turn against their Egyptian hosts. And then he sets them to hard labour on his building projects. And then he brings in the Hebrew midwives, Shifra and Pur, and tells them to kill every baby boy as he is born. But the midwives know their story. They know their culture. They know that God is more important than Pharaoh. They know life is God-gifted, sacred, and so they let the babies live. And so does one boy's mother, 
and so does his sister, and in a final twist, so does Pharaoh's own daughter. And so after many years, this one boy grows up and leads the people into freedom. Now we all know the big men, pharaohs, presidents, prime ministers, premiers. We are constantly bombarded with their images, names and propaganda. We are conditioned to believe that these men set the agenda, that they shape culture and that what they insist is the way things are. Climate change doesn't exist and is inevitable anyway. Clean coal, it's a thing and jobs depend on it. Casualisation of the workforce, necessary. Birthing trees, unimportant. Destruction of culture, regrettable. Institutional abuse, impossible. And the list goes on. And these lies are told to shape our reality, to teach us not to hope or dream and to keep the powerless in their place. But we are part of a different story, a story which stretches back to Exodus. And our story says Pharaoh is not God and nor is any president, prime minister or premier. Our story says power has no evidence of God's favour or God's gift. Our story says God hears the cries of the oppressed, and God cares. God cares. And when God cares, then all is not hopeless and we are not helpless, as long as ordinary people remember their story and risk living it out. In the short term, I don't know whether Auntie Sandra Onus and Lydia Thorpe and Sissy Eileen Austin will succeed in protecting the trees and their heritage. I don't know whether Tear and Common Grace will persuade politicians to work together for climate. I don't know whether School Strike for Climate or Love Makes a Way or any other movement or campaign will be successful in our lifetimes. I don't know. The exodus took years to get to the point where it seemed inevitable. And even then it was a long, slow and grumbling walk to freedom. But I do know this. God hears the cries of the oppressed and God cares. And if we are God's servants, then like Shifra and Pua and so many others, we must act faithfully as we are called, trusting the spirit more than social norms, following the way more closely than the law choosing life and love over personal convenience and talking back to power when called to account. For we too are invited to be actors in God's great story of salvation which stretches across time and space. And if we are on the side of love and life and truth and spirit and the reconciliation of all things, people, land, culture, trees then we can be confident that we are on the side that is already victorious, even when the fullness of victory cannot yet be seen. The battles are ongoing, but through Christ, life and love have already won, and the forces of apathy, death and destruction shall not control us, nor cause us to back down or fear. So let us participate in God's own story. And let us be in on the victory as we find ways to love and protect people, land, culture and trees, wherever and however we are called. In the name of the great reconciler, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen.
If you value what you heard, there's always more to read on our website at sanctuarybaptist.wordpress.com. Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. And if you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal. And you can find the details for this on the website. That's all for today and thanks for listening. God bless you as you work to love and protect people, land, culture and trees. Amen.